Good afternoon. Good to see everybody this afternoon. Amen. We'll get started. And I I I I believe and I hope everybody is ready to worship God. Amen. And you've come here not just to be obedient, but you come by faith. And you have come expecting. And you have come hungry and thirsty. Hallelujah. Wanting to touch God so he can touch you. Praise God. That's what it's all about. So I'm, amen. I hope we're of that. Amen. That mind today that we can, amen, be mindful of him as we're in his presence. His presence is in this place. And praise God. I want the Lord to do some some marvelous things in here. That's the God we serve. The Bible calls him wonderful. Praise God. He's full of wonders. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That's the that's the presence that we feel in this place. All, all kinds of possibilities, all kinds of potential and all kinds of opportunity that is opened up to us and amen let's take advantage of it let's seek the lord let's get something from god let's leave here different amen touched by god so let's all bind together right now let's come into agreement in jesus name father we thank you again for this opportunity we call upon your name, Lord, and we ask you that you would look down upon us. That you would give us grace in your sight, Lord. God, and as we come before you, Lord, as we open up our hearts, our minds, our spirit, God, I pray that you would minister, Lord. I pray, God, as we entreat you, Lord, this afternoon, as we reach out, Lord, for you, and God, that, amen, Lord, we have such a hunger, Lord, such a thirst for your presence, for your holy word, God. God, to minister unto us, Lord. God, we ask that you would have your way, Lord, in this place. God, that we can have liberty in your presence. Lord, whatever we are facing right now, Lord, whatever our situation may be, God, that you administer unto us, that your salvation, Lord, your deliverance, that healing can be wrought in this place, that your people can receive victory, God. We take authority, Lord. Amen. In this place, Lord, we bind the enemy, Lord. Let your anointing destroy the yoke of sin and of bondage, of principalities and powers, God. Let your spirit, Lord, move freely. Touch us, Lord, in our being. Open up our ears that we may hear. 
our eyes that we may see, Lord, and our hearts that we may be converted unto you, God. Minister to every need in this place, God. Let the gifts of the Spirit be in operation. Lord, and pour out your Spirit upon us. Draw us together that we can be one body, in one place, and in one mind, and in one accord with you, Lord, with one another, Lord, that we can have that unity and harmony. Amen, Lord, and let your word have free course in this place. Quicken it to us. Quicken it to our hearts, to our minds, and to our spirit. Amen, Lord. And let us, O oh God, be blessed of you, Lord. Amen, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. We thank you for the victory, God. We thank you for this great salvation. Minister, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let it be done. And let everybody say amen.
all this craziness going on in the world, amen. This song went through my head the other day. And I'm so glad this world is not my home, amen. We're just passing through, saints.
what the psalmist said, if it hadn't been for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. If it hadn't been for Him. Can you just imagine where we would be if the Lord Amen. Never came into our lives. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad He came into my life. Amen. And I'm glad to be in the place that I am right now with Him. Praise God. His goodness, His mercy, His grace. Amen. His loving kindness. There's so many pros. And hardly any cons. That's right. Yes. I haven't found any yet. And I doubt that I'll find any. Praise God. But that's lines right up with the Apostle Paul where he said that all the promises of God are yea. Yes. And uh, and in him is amen. In other words, it's settled. It's just something that's done, it's settled. So we might as well just make up our minds. Amen. That serving God is obviously amen definitely worth it and there's no other life that I would want to live and praise God than to be with him amen to walk along his side amen because that's how good he is God is so good and he's never and we probably all know this he's never let us down He's kept his promise and he has been good, so good to us. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm so thankful. Amen. And, and uh, thank you, Jesus. I was just uh, thinking about this is this is not my my text for my message this afternoon, but uh, Amen. I'm just uh, I just want to read this out of the book of Psalms 89. And a familiar passage of scripture, it just came to my mind, so I'm just going to read it. And uh, this is what it says in, in Psalms 89, right around verse number, uh, praise God, I had, I had my page, but the fan blew it over. Verse number six, for who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? <laughs> who among the sons of men who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him praise God and then he says, O Lord of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Or to thy faithfulness round about thee. Who is like him? Right. Who is like him? Praise God. Obviously, no one. That's right. Obviously, nobody. Amen. Praise God is like him. And amen. And I hope the reason why we're all gathered here together this afternoon I hope the reason why we all came and and to this place that we are right now is to be able to amen just to acknowledge him 
and be in awe of his presence. Praise God. Because that's what we're feeling in this place. Amen. We're here because we're all being drawn together. Amen. Amen. We're being drawn by his spirit. And so because of that, we should acknowledge. Amen. There's one word that, you know, we uh, maybe not really, we don't consider or we never think about it. We're never mindful of that word to entreat. Yes. To entreat. Amen. And I, I come with that purpose. Every time I, I come into the house of God and I come to worship the Lord, I come with that purpose to entreat Him. Amen. amen because, yes. amen, I, I definitely realize this. Every morning I wake up and I realize this, that I need Him. Amen. I need Him more than I need anything or anybody. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. And this, in this life and in this world, praise God, He amen. definitely is. Amen. My all in all, and He definitely is my portion. I'm just so thankful, and that's what that's what I feel when I think about coming to the house of God. I tell you what, I just get so excited. Amen. And and I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking forward to what God is going to do in our midst. And praise God. Amen. I want Him to bless me, and I want Him to bless you. Praise God. That is that his is his intent to bless us. And how many of you love blessings? Amen. Praise God. We all love blessings. It's good to be blessed. Yes. Amen. And 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 there's nothing wrong with wanting to be blessed. Praise God. I would rather be blessed than be cursed. Amen. Praise God. I want I want the goodness of God in my life. And I hope you all feel that way. Yes, yes. But there's just something about what draws us to this place and why we're here. And praise God, it just makes it so, amen, good for you and I that we can experience what we are experiencing. Praise God in God's presence. Amen. So I'm thankful, amen, to be here this afternoon and amen. thinking about, you know, I just can't get off my mind this uh, I just been so wrapped up in, in certain things in the Word of God, and and um, when it seems like when my mind is kind of uh, basically locked into a certain thought or a certain scripture, and, and and it's something that really moves me, it's hard for me to kind of uh, focus on anything else. And that's just the way I feel right now. And it's just, and it's just the goodness of God, Amen. And and what the Lord is doing, and and praise God. I'm so thankful that He. Is here with us. Praise the Lord. So give him a hand clap. You know we don't we don't come here just to come here. And I and 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 I, and, and and you know you think about it. We're we're just uh, in in any sense we're not really praise God. Uh, religious in such a way that we just come here just to say we've been here yes. right. That's right. and, I, and I hope we've come with a purpose Amen. I hope we've come with an objective that we can definitely receive something from God because that's like I said earlier that I believe that's his intention that we can be touched by him but uh, 
the challenge to us is that uh, if we're waiting on God to minister to us and, 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 the, and the truth of the matter is he's waiting on you yes. to take that step of faith yes. amen. amen and uh, as the Bible says as the Apostle James said that faith without works is dead amen. And, and so we come here with that purpose and we, we want to take that first step and amen we want to touch God so he can touch us because that's obviously uh, is a uh, indication of the seriousness of our love for him and our faith and even expecting him to minister unto us when we can obviously put ourselves in that position where we can receive we've got to take that first step Amen. we've got to reach out otherwise if we don't <coughs> We're not going to receive. So that's the beautiful thing about all this. Praise God. Amen. Coming into that place. and Amen. Being able to experience the goodness of God. And I, I'm, good, I'm happy to see everybody in here. And amen. So I, 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 I kind of, I, I, I assume, of course, you know, I always give everybody the benefit of a doubt. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes. I don't want to think ill of anybody. Amen. And obviously it's not my position or anybody's position to judge. Yes. Amen. Praise God. We only have one judge, one lawgiver. And so it's not my position. And, and, you know, of course, even in that, in that area of, amen, God dealing with each and every one of us, of course, however the Spirit leads us and directs us, to be able, did you ever realize this when we come under condemnation or we come under conviction? The first thing that we do and the first thing that our mind alludes to is this. When we think about where we're unworthy of God's goodness and His grace. The first thing we think about when we feel that conviction is right off, right off we think about judgment. God is going to judge us. Amen. And we, we miss understand what conviction is all about. He doesn't put conviction on us because He wants to judge us. He puts conviction on us so, so that we can make whatever concessions that we need to make with Him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. To remedy whatever it is. Whether we are willful, willfully or ignorantly sinning. Amen. Praise God. And that's what conviction is all about. It will humble us. Amen. Amen. To know that, hey, guess what? I need His help. How many of you Amen. need God's help this afternoon? Yes. I need His help. I can't do without Him. Amen. Praise God. And that's the whole, amen, that's the whole matter of salvation and what God does to minister to each and every one of us to, to amen, so that we can receive of His grace and of His goodness, of His mercies, of His loving kindnesses. Man, I tell you what, we have a good God, don't we? Amen. We have a good God. Yes. Praise God. The goodness of God leads you to repentance. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leads us to repentance. So when we can actually see, amen, what we need to do and what we can recognize what we need to do. Amen. And if we are truly into, 
amen, the idea of trying to better ourselves. Trying to make it right with Him. There's only one person, amen, that will help us. If we make it right with Him, we'll be able to make it right with everything else that goes on in our life. Once we make peace with God, then everything else will work out in our lives. And that's the beautiful thing about, praise God, this salvation that you and I are, amen, are uh, recipients of. Praise God. Man, I tell you what, when you think about it, we can just go on and go on and go on and go on. We can never come to an end of God's goodness, of His grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm just so amazed. If you would turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Amen, amen, amen. I appreciate I appreciate the testimony that I heard today. Hallelujah. I appreciate it. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse number 1. Very familiar passage of Scripture if we read the Bible. and this is what it says having therefore these promises having therefore these promises remember I told you about the goodness of God leadeth us to repentance having therefore these promises because all these promises are yea dearly beloved I like the way Paul says that dearly Beloved, you know what that really means? You're really loved of God. Dearly beloved, man, God loves us so much. How many of you know God loves you? He says, Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Of God. Wow. Amen. Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52. And verse 11. He says. Depart ye. Depart ye, go out from thence, touch no unclean thing, go ye out of the midst of her, be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. (laughs) Father, we thank you again. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for your presence. God, quicken, quicken us, O Father. Quicken our spirits. Lift us up, Lord, that we can abide with you in your presence. 
And we can feel that life, oh God, that is in you. I pray that you would minister. I pray, Lord, that you would lead us, oh God, by your spirit. Lead us into all truth, oh Lord. Amen. Minister unto us, God, that we can have life, O oh God, in you. Give us understanding of your word. Amen, God, that we might, amen, be able, Lord, to increase, abound, and abound in you, Lord, in your word, in faith, amen, in love, O oh God, and in righteousness, amen, Lord. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let it be done. And let everybody say amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand clap before you sit down. Man, if we can just... <coughs> amen. As I shared with you in Psalms 89, if we could just praise God, give the Lord... The honor that is due and reverence. Amen. Reverence Him. Yes. Amen. Amen. And you think about it, and a lot of times when we come to, Amen, little insight as a result of His Word, and Amen, that's being spoken, and, and we, we hear that, and a lot of times we, we, we fail to really understand the, the correct meaning of it, but. Amen, as, as the writer was speaking about that. God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all that are about Him. Praise God. You think about that. And, and we think that we're supposed to be fearful in such a way that we are afraid of Him. That's not what that means. What that really means is we're supposed to be in awe of Him. And to fear him in this extent, as the scripture says, when he talks about that reverential fear, it's because we acknowledge, amen, him. And that's what that fear is directing us. Or that's what the true meaning of that fear is, is we acknowledge him. How many of you can feel the presence of the Lord in this place? It's something that we, we don't feel, amen, on a normal, amen, a normal scale, if I could say it that way. But we know that his presence is obviously real because we can feel it. And it just kind of gives us a little bit of chill, doesn't it? Yeah. Amen. We feel a little, uh, you know, we feel that, that his presence so much that it gives us, you know, a lot of people always try to gauge the presence of God by the amount of goosebumps and their hair standing up. But, you know, that's not really the correct way of doing it. But, yes. amen, at least we know that his presence right. is real. Because we come into it and we feel it. And it's that reverential awe that we experience. And it's something different, isn't it? Amen. When you walk into the presence of God, it's like different than walking in any other place. Amen. Amen. Different than walking into Walmart or wherever you go and praise God. His presence is so different and so set apart. Amen. So we understand this because of that. And what we experience, we know this. That He is holy. Amen. That he is holy. Yes, right. He's set apart. Amen. He's not like, as the, as the psalmist said, he's not like any person in this world. Right. He's not like anybody. He's so amen. different than, amen, any person. Right. Praise yeah. God that we automatically, we should, amen, realize the significance of that. Where 
when we're coming into the presence of God, man, I tell you what, it's 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 beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing to be able to feel His presence. Yeah. Amen. I want to read that piece of uh, scripture again, but I'm going to read to you out of the Amplified Bible, and it says, "Therefore, since, Amen." I'm talking about Second uh, Corinthians seven seven one. Therefore, since these great promises are ours, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates. And defiles body and spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Whoever realize this. Do we see God's intent? Do we see where he is trying to lead us? Amen. We never really, amen, discern or we never recognize a lot of times the leading of the spirit of God. Amen. And did you realize this? The Apostle Paul said, Amen, that Amen, that if we have the Spirit of God, Amen, His Spirit will lead us. So we're used to that. We're used to Him leading us. We're used to following Him. How many of you are following the Lord? Amen. We come into a place, praise God, where we experience His goodness and obviously what the Lord is trying to do. And I hope He does. I hope He has your attention. Amen. I hope you come into this service with your mind focused on him amen. amen you're looking to him and as the bible says in the book of revelation you're beholding him amen. so i hope he has your amen your undivided attention i hope you're in your mind's eye in your spiritual mind i hope your amen your your attention is directed to him and you're beholding him did you realize he's in this place? Did you realize, praise God, he's reaching out to you right now? Amen. He's standing in front of you and asking him, amen, trying to somehow give you an indication that, praise God, he's right before you. And so, amen, we, we, we see that. And amen, that's something that uh, obviously, amen, we have walked into. You can't miss it. Praise God. You cannot miss the presence of God's Spirit because it's all over in this place and it's within us. How many of you can feel the leading of the Holy Ghost right now? Amen. It's leading you. It's even causing you to go into that place where God wants you to, to be, to abide. So, amen. So, amen. He says that. Therefore, these great promises are ours, beloved. These great promises. Amen. What an incentive. Amen. Huh? Amen. What an incentive. Amen. God says, this is what I have for you. Yes. Amen. This is what I want to do for you. I want to bless you. Amen. Huh? Yes. I want to save you. How many of you need saving? Yes. Amen. Yes. I want to deliver you. How many of you need deliverance? I want to heal you. How many of you need healing? And so when we see the promises of God, that ought to be something that gives us an incentive. The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. And so when we see the goodness of God and all he wants to offer you is nothing but good. Are you listening to me? All he wants to offer you is nothing but life, not death. Are you listening to me? 
Incentive is. Amen. You know what an incentive is? Somebody trying to get you to do something? Huh? Somebody trying to get you to go a little further or reward you? So what do they do? They offer you an incentive. Guess what? His promises. And you can you can probably try to count all the promises of God. There's so many of them. All the promises of God. So he's given you an idea of how big this really is. And what this incentive is like when he's saying, hey, because of all these promises. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Kind of lines up with what the Apostle Paul said. Do not be weary in well-doing. Right. <laughs> For in due season ye shall reap. In other words, all this church going is going to pay off. Especially if you come by faith. Especially if you come to worship God. Especially if you need business with God. God is going to reward you. Because... That's why I say this is more than just a religion. This is more than just a ritual. This is more than just a routine. Because we understand God's goodness. Hallelujah. Woo! My, 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 my. That's what makes me come to the house of God. Are you listening to me? That's what makes me come to the house of God. Amen. I want to stand in that commodity line. If you, amen. If you understand what I'm saying. I want to get my block of gold. If you understand what I'm saying. You know why? Because God has a reward for me. And God has a reward for you. Praise God. Can we get something good out of this? Sure we can. Huh? Come on. Let's, let's get rid of the doubt. Let's get rid of the unbelief. Let's get rid of that thinking that God is not going to bless us. He's here to bless you abundantly. So why is it that we act like he's not going to? And if we come anticipating, if we come expecting, right, 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 yes, hallelujah. 
If we come with the mind that I want what is mine. I want what is intended for me. I want that gift that God wants to give me. How many of you want that gift of grace? Because, amen, he still wants to bless you with grace. If it hadn't been for the Lord. Praise God. Therefore, since these great promises are ours, they're ours, they're ours. Beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates and defiles body and spirit. That should be a good enough incentive. And bring our consecration to completeness in the reverential fear of God. Think about that. Because I know this. I don't believe one bit in making any kind of excuse for my humanity. That's not going to be my crutch. Huh? That's not going to be plan B. Are you listening to me? All I have is plan A. And that plan is living for him. Regardless. Regardless of what comes my way, trial, persecution, tribulation, adversity. Are you listening to me? In my mind, I have it made up. Regardless, as for me and my house, I will live for the Lord. And all he's trying to do. Amen. amen. You ever hear of the, amen, the, the, the old cliche? We never realized, but let me tell you something. There's a lot of truth in what is said when people say this. Guilty by association. When you're connected to something. Amen. You're with, amen, a somebody or you're in a certain area. Are you listening to me? And people say, oh, no, I wasn't a part of that. Well, what were you doing there in the first place? So we're guilty by association. I want you to understand something. God doesn't want us living in those areas in our life. Are you listening to me? In your mind, in your spirit, in your heart, and even in your environment. He has given to us promises so that we can come clean. So this is this is his thought. This is just his thought now. I, I kind of paraphrased it a little bit, but this is Amen. just his thought to you and I. This is his admonition. This is why he said, hey, you, we have all these promises. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved. So God is speaking to you and I. 
Amen. For you to be able to be truly blessed of God. Amen. To receive, amen, from him what he wants to give to us. You know what? And all he wants to do is give to us life. He wants to give to us the good things. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. He wants us to experience the good yeah. things of life. Yeah. And can you imagine, amen, what the Lord can do for you and I if we can realize what he wants to do for us? Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 Jesus. Wow. So he says this. I'm doing all this. I'm doing all this. I'm showing you what I have for you. I'm showing you what is in store for you. Amen. I am trying to motivate you. I'm trying to motivate you. I want to motivate you so that you can become clean. You can become clean. Yes. So he's saying, in essence, be ye clean. And that's what, amen, Isaiah said. Be ye clean or depart, depart, come out from among them. Huh? How many of you can realize, how many of you can discern what the Holy Ghost is doing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How many of you are paying enough attention yeah. hearing that little voice yeah. speaking to you every day? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Praise God. Don't go down that path yeah. or don't touch this or don't touch that. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Don't think that way. Yeah. Praise God. Don't talk that way. Yeah. Don't walk that way. Don't live that way. Depart ye. Depart ye. Come up from among them. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, there's times I think about... Uh, I don't think about uh, really the life I, I used to live. I, I never go back there because I know where God brought me from. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. And I, I'm not really interested in that life anymore. Amen. Praise God. He delivered me from it. Amen. Woo! That's right. My memory of the morning I received the Holy Ghost is so vivid. We'll never, we'll never forget that. Amen. Because it took me a while to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Several altar calls. Right. Amen. amen. Trying amen. to, amen, seeking the Lord. And, amen. For whatever reason. Of course, it was just myself standing in my own way. Yeah. Right. And then when the Lord had to hear from my lips, I give up. 
That's what he wanted me to do was give up and get out of the way so that he can bless me with, amen, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many of you are standing in your own way? How many of you are standing between yourself and God? And God wants you to get out of your own way so he can bless you. So I never, I never go back to the life I used to live. I never think about those times because guess what? That life is over. Praise God. Oh, the shame. All huh? oh, the pain. All the heartache. All the hurt. Are you listening to me? All the fear. All the frustration. We, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. That's the life we live. Praise God. Amen. And so we realize what the Lord has brought us from. So my mind goes back to that morning when I received the Holy Ghost. And there I was. Amen. Hallelujah. Almost gave up that morning. Almost went back to my seat where I was sitting. Thank God for that gentleman, whoever he was, that was standing there and said, Nope. Mr. Marshall, turn around and go back up there. So I did exactly what he instructed me to do. And then. There was each brethren trying to help me pray. He said, no, get away from him. Leave him alone. Let him get it. He's going to get it by himself. Okay. So there I was. And there I was in my frustration. Didn't take me long. And because I was standing there almost maybe 25 minutes, a half hour before that. And I said to myself, man, I don't know about this. I just give up. And when I said that, guess what? Boom. Then I heard somebody speaking in tongues. Praise God. And I was wondering, who is that? To my consciousness, it was me speaking in tongues. Praise God, giving God glory. From that moment on, guess what happened? I fell in love with the Savior. You know what? The Holy Ghost moved me so much. After I left that service, we went back home. Of course, my wife was getting dinner ready. I said, I'm going to go into the closet. We had a great big walk-in closet in that townhouse we were living in. I said, I'm going to go into the closet and see if I still have the Holy Ghost. I was so much in love with God for what I felt there. God moved me. Does God move you? Does God move you? You know what that love is all about. I had to go back there and find out if I still had it. Are you listening to me? Greater than anything. People talk about their experiences when they were lost in sin. Praise God. And the life they used to live. 
So because of their, amen, their bad experiences, amen, they don't want to go back to certain places, amen, that they used to frequent. They don't want to go back to the, amen, old neighborhood. Are you listening to me? They don't even want to revisit it in their minds. Praise God because of the bad experiences. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. When we went back to White River, South Dakota from Denver, Colorado. Amen. I lived a bunch of bad experiences in the town of White River. My family, my friends, people that knew us could tell you of all those bad experiences. Amen. That I lived. But when I went back, guess what? I went back with a different purpose in my mind. I went back with the victory. Are you listening to me? I went back full of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They didn't haunt me anymore. I wasn't afraid. You know why? I was living a different life. Boy, I'm thankful for the love of God. I'm thankful for his compassion. Praise God. Amen. That he was compassionate. That he had compassion on me. Praise God. I'm thankful. Each and every one of us have our own unique testimony. We have our own unique story. How God saved us. Amen. From our sin. Are you listening to me? How God saved us from darkness. Amen. From the devil. Amen. But let me tell you something. I want you to remember this. God saved you from. God saved you from. He didn't save you in. He saved you from. So that shouldn't be a problem with you any longer. That shouldn't be an issue that you have. Because he had pity on us. How many of you have really seen the darkness of your sin? How many of you have really seen where God, what God brought you out of? And where God brought you from? How many of you have really seen the environment that you used to live in? And amen. How he has made such a big difference in your life. And that's how God talked about his people, Israel. And that's how he felt about his city, Jerusalem. Amen. And he was trying to get his people to recognize Amen. That moment in time when you were there and you didn't have anybody. Nobody came to your rescue. Not even your lovers. Your lovers used you and abused you and left you there all alone. Amen. And that was the picture that he was trying to, 
amen, draw for his people. You forget where I have brought you from. And you forget that you were all alone. Amen. They're not really your friends. Are you listening to me? They're not really truly interested in your well-being or your welfare if they could just leave you. Man, I tell you what. In the book of Exodus, in chapter 16, you see a passage of scripture. And the Lord is speaking to his people. And this is what he said. Verse number one. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. Ezekiel 16. Cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. So the man, amen, and say, thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem. Look what he says. Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother was a Hittite. Amen. That's where you came from. Praise God. You and I were born sinners. Amen. We were born in sin. We were shapen in iniquity. Huh? Yeah. We know where we came from. We know what kind of people we used to be. Amen. And that's what he was saying. And as for thy nativity, in verse number four, in the day that thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. In other words, you were not nurtured, you were not cared for, you were not loved. Right. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Get a good picture of what the devil. Good, good picture of what sin did. As the Lord says, I want to remind you. I want to remind you. Let you see where I found you. Amen. Huh? Amen. This is where I found you, Israel. This is where I found you, Jerusalem. He said, None I pity thee to do thee, to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou wast cast out in the open field, praise God, where everybody. Where everybody could see you. Yeah. Huh? Right. Praise God. You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to shame you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to use you and abuse you. Yeah. 
Praise God. He's not interested in your, amen, spiritual well-being. Not even in your physical. All he wants to do, are you listening? All he wants to do is drag you down to a devil's hell with him. But let's let's go on. He said, he said, Amen. To the loathing of thy person in the day that thou was born. Praise God. Amen. To the loathing. The loathing of thy person. Ever get to that point where you just feel so down. Hopeless. Depressed. Are you listening? Amen. Praise God. About your life. I'm speaking about sin. Praise God. In that place where there's nothing good about it. Amen. Nothing good about living in sin. I want you to hear. Amen. What the word of God is telling us. Nothing good about it. Guess what? To be, be honest with yourself. Quit denying. Huh? Quit walking in denial. Oh, I wasn't that bad of a person. Are you listening to me? I'm not that kind of a person. Amen. I wasn't that wicked. I wasn't that evil. I wasn't that sinful. But that's where the Lord found us. He found us in an open field. That's where the devil left you. Are you listening to me? That's where the devil abandoned you after he used you. No friend. Amen. Are you listening to me? Nobody there. For everybody, for everybody to see. <laughs> Reminds me, one of our services in White River. I remember the sheriff of Millette County came in. Actually, he visited our church about two or three times. But I remember the first time he came in, he came in, he sat down right where JoJo's sitting right there, the last row in the old theater. He came in, he sat down. His name was George Bowman. Amen. George Bowman knew a lot about us boys. He had to lock us up from time to time. Amen. So he knew everything about us. He knew the life we lived. But he came because, amen, he heard something about the Marshall boys. I want to find out if it's true. So George came in and visited one of our services and sat in the back. Little did he realize, boy, I tell you what, God was doing some things that morning in that service. And the Holy Ghost fell. And people were being filled with the Holy Ghost. Miracles were happening. So George was witness of it all. Amen. And he stayed there all the way through the altar call. Amen. After everything was over, he stepped out. But before he stepped out, he said to my dad, he said, Joe, I want to say something about your boys. He said, I can recognize the change in them. They're not like they used to be. They're different. Amen. That's the Lord. 
That's what the Lord can do for you. No more cussing. No more lying. No more cheating. Are you listening to me? No more fighting. No more drugging. No more drinking. No more doing all of that. But this is what he said. This is what he said. He said in verse number five, none I pity thee to, the, to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee, but thou wast cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person to the day that thou wast born, from the day that you were born. And when I pass by thee. Man, thank God for that day. That God noticed you. Yeah. Are you listening to me? It's not by accident you're here. It's not by coincidence. There was a day when God walked right by you and he seen your need. Because there we were. There we were. Huh? And he says, When I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood. There you were. Let me tell you something. A bloody mess. <coughs> we were all a bloody mess. Amen. That's right. There we were with it without any kind of help. No compassion from anybody. I don't know why the Lord chose Denver, Colorado as a place where my life was going to turn around. My wife and I, after much thought and planning, we said, we got to move off of the reservation. Nothing good is happening here. If we could just finish our education, we can move and we can make our lives better. But guess what? Geographical change didn't help one bit because the sin we lived in was still here. And amen, the same thing's happening over and over again. Amen, when are we ever going to realize in order for our lives to change and for things to be better, we've got to address the sin issue that we have. We've got to realize, praise God, we can't do it without the Lord. can do this. You can change your environment. You can change your location. Unless you change right in here, you're never going to change. So he said, he 
said, you were polluted in your own blood. I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy own blood. This is what he said. I'm glad that there came a, a day because guess what? We have the sentence of death upon ourselves. Yes. Amen. There was no hope. Nothing but despair. Amen. I want you to realize something. Praise God because we fool ourselves sometimes. Amen. The Lord came and as the Apostle Paul said, this is worthy for all acceptation that, amen, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Yeah, That's what he came to do. Amen. He came to save sinners from their sin. Yeah. Amen. That's what, amen, he done, has done for you and I to save us from our sins. So why is it, amen, we choose to live in sin? There's, there's a word that commandments, his word, amen, were cursed. Did you realize this? When you were living in sin, you were cursed. Yeah. You didn't have, amen, anything good, amen, uh, any, any kind of opportunity that was good. We were living a cursed life. We all know that. We all know that by the heartache. Praise God, we suffered by the pain, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual. Amen. By, by what we felt, that sentence of death upon ourselves. Right. Amen. Amen. So obviously we were cursed. We were cursed. And let me just paraphrase. Let me... Let me just condense everything in, 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 in Deuteronomy 28. If you were cursed, nothing good happened. That's right. That's right. Are you listening? That's right. Nothing good happened. Everything about your life just an abrupt coming to a place where you, you were exempt from life and the blessing of God. And so here's the Lord telling his people that that's the way you were. That's where I, that's where I found you. Amen. Huh? That's where I found you. That's where you were sitting. You were sitting in that open field and you were all, you were covered in your own blood. He said, nobody pitied you. Nobody had compassion for you. So let your mind go back to that moment. Before the Lord walked by and seen you huh? covered in your own blood. Woo. Gruesome thing, isn't it? Gruesome thing to see. Amen. Blood. Praise God. When it spilled out. A gruesome thing. Because you know that if you see blood somebody's life is in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Somebody's life is in danger. 
Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. So when blood is spilled out, that means life is coming to an end. There's going to be death. And we were covered with our own blood. We were near to death. And the Bible says, he walked by us. And he seen us. And then he said, live. Even though you're covered in your own blood, I want you to live. My, 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 my. Look what he says. In verse number 9, he says this. He said, I then washed I thee with water. Yea, I thoroughly washed away the blood from thee. And I anointed thee with oil. I came to your side. I succored thee. I helped thee. I saved you. I delivered you. I washed you from your sins. My, 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 my. You know what Paul was saying? In, amen, in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse right around verse number 11 he talked about all those who will not be able to make it into the kingdom of heaven thieves nor covetous nor revilers he went through the whole line of all those and amen then he made the connection he said and such were some of you we used to be that way are you listening to me amen we used to be that way we shouldn't be that way any longer. That's not who we are. And such were some of you. But ye are justified. Huh? But you are sanctified. But ye are washed. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the Spirit of our God. Hey, our past is gone. Why do some of you choose to live in your past? <laughs> That's what I used to be. Well, the key word should be used to. I'm not a sinner any longer. Here's, here's the thing now. Pay attention to this. Amen. Little psychology. Little psychology. Because here's, here's, here's the truth. And, and especially with the people of God. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We've been washed in the water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We're, we have His resurrected spirit living in us so guess what we're not living our old life anymore because the old man is dead and buried amen he's gone the old hell marshal as far as i'm concerned he was buried in a watery grave amen way back in the early 80s in denver colorado 
I haven't seen that man since. Amen. I've seen a new man walking in my shoes, though. A man that, amen, walks in the resurrected power of the Holy Ghost. And so the now the life that I now live, so, so I said that to say this. Ever since that time, see this is the this is what the Holy Ghost would do for you. The Holy Ghost will give you inspiration. The Holy Ghost will influence you. The Holy Ghost will give you knowledge. He'll give you knowledge. And so because the other thing is because you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. Amen. Because you are spirit filled. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Because you are spirit filled. You what the Bible say? Because we're spirit filled. Now we have the mind of Christ. Amen. So because I have the mind of Christ. I'm no longer a sinner. I'm a saint because I've been sanctified. So I don't think like a sinner. I don't walk like a sinner. Amen. I don't live like a sinner. I don't talk like a sinner. Amen. I walk and talk and live like a saint of God. My, my, my. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But here's the problem. This is where everybody lives. Amen. This is your problem. Your mind. The devil, the devil knows how to manipulate you. Yes. Yes. He knows how to deceive you. Yes. He wants to work, amen, on your humanity and say, hey, yeah. you're not worthy. That's right. You're not worthy. You're just nothing but a sinner. Right. And so what do we do? We believe. Right. We believe you can't live for God. You can't be a righteous person. You can't, amen, come to a place of living a holy life. Yeah. I better hurry up. I'm running out of time already. And so what do we do? We believe. So in our minds, here's the thing. Jeremiah said this in Jeremiah 4.14. He said, O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved. What did Jesus say? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so because we allow, amen, our past to dictate what we believe, and the way we live, you always think of yourself as unworthy. Right. You always think of yourself as a sinner. Right. Come on. Come on. Yes. 
And so you live what you think and you live what you believe. The problem with the church is instead of it being filled with saints that are sanctified by the Spirit of God, it's filled with sinners. Come on. Woo! Right up here. Yeah. That's the difference. He said, Wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved. How long shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee? In other words, how long are you going to think like a sinner? Right. Amen. Come on. Amen. When you should be thinking like a saint. Amen. So here's the Amen. thing. You can tell people who are truly filled with the Holy Ghost. Because if they are truly filled with the Holy Ghost, they're going to have the mind of Christ. They're going to want to live the life God has given them. The, the apostle Paul said it this way. If you want to turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 2, let's, uh, I need to hurry up because I'm running out of time. Amen. I, I, I just kind of, I felt that nudge from somebody. Huh? Hurry up. Hey, uh, that's true. I felt it from somebody say, come on, hurry up. Why? Where are you in a hurry to go to? Yeah. Yeah. Are you in a hurry to go to hell? Verse number 19. Paul says, look what he says. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal. That the Lord knoweth them that are His. Amen. God knows you. Yeah. Huh? Yes. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Amen. In other words, if you have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, the name, amen, the name that took away your sins. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, for the taking away of your sins. Right. Amen. 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 So whoever names the name of Christ, let him depart from iniquity. Guess what he did when you were baptized in Jesus' name? He washed away your sins. Keep yourself clean with God. Walk like a saint of God. Keep yourself separated from sin. So he says this, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor 
and some to dishonor. Woo! Hey! Which crowd are you? Huh? Yeah. Some to honor. Some to dishonor. Hey, let's just be totally frank. That's that's what the church is all about. There's some of you. That are not where you should be yes. with God. Amen. Yeah, young preacher. When I was, I'm not young no more, but when I was a young preacher, my brothers can tell you this. Man, talk about uh, zeal to really want to preach and get sin out of the church. Back in those days, they called it hellfire and brimstone messages. Man, here was a young preacher that, man, I didn't want to give the devil a break. I wanted to uncover every stone that was. Yeah. Quit your preaching like that. Yeah, you're too young. You don't have the authority. But here I was, zealous. You know what? I was naive. I thought every person that comes in will get the Holy Ghost. And you know what? They'll be a saint of God. Amen. <laughs> Boy, was I fooled. Boy, did I have a lot to learn. Because guess what can happen? You can change your mind. And you can revert back to yeah. sin mode. Yeah. 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 Reality. Yeah. The reality. What did I do with my glasses? There they go. The reality of what exists in the church. Yeah. Let me tell you something. God knows my heart. I wish all of you were right, walking right with God. Yes. But I understand this. Some of you don't. Right. Woo! I recognize that. Yes. And you know what? You know what? We'll pray regardless. Yes. Amen. Amen. So he says... He says, but in a great house, verse number 20, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. So he's talking about vessels, vessels of gold and silver, and some of wood and of earth. There's four kinds of vessels, some to honor, some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these. Now, look what he says there in verse number 12, or 21. If a man... Therefore, purge himself from these. What does that mean? Paul's making a reference there in verse number 21 when he's talking about if a man therefore purge himself from these, what he's speaking about is, is, is this, the latter. Right. The latter in that preceding verse. In other words, what's he speaking about? What's the last thing he names in that preceding verse? He's speaking about 
vessels of wood and clay. You know why? Because those are materials that can decay. So he says, if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. In other words, here's the thing. Even though, remember I said this several times, we, God is always way ahead of us. And there might be people that are lagging in the church. There might be some people that are not 100% on fire. He knows that. And so that's why Paul said that. If a man therefore purge himself from these, the latter, he shall be a vessel unto honor. If he will cleanse himself, he will be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet. In other words, God will give you the opportunity to finally get it right. Pay attention back there. Pay attention. I'm not going to use this as a crutch. This is not going to be my crutch. Because I'm going to lean upon the Lord. I'm going to lean upon Him. Here, let me, let me just kind of, I need to wrap this up. Listen to this. In, in the book of, you know, you need to be careful because when we talk about what, he, what we're talking about here, to be clean. To be clean. Let, let me run it by you. Just Let me, let me just kind of give you a, a little review here, real fast, like before I go on. But he said, uh, therefore, leaving these prom therefore, these promises, do, 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 let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. Perfecting holiness. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. In other words, bringing our consecration to completeness. In other words, guess what? Can we grow? Can we, amen, grow in the Lord to where we will not have any problems with our humanity? Yes. If we walk in the Spirit. Yeah, right. What did Paul say? Romans chapter 8. If we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Hey, I want you to understand something. Uh, I need to address this problem because there is a problem. There's a problem. Some of you have a problem with holiness. Like I said, you can't be holy unless you have the Holy Ghost. That's right. Yes. 
So your attempt at holiness, that's why you're always in and you're always out. In, out, in, out. You know why that is? It's because your flesh is getting the best of you, so you're always going back. Huh? Some of, some of you, you men and, and you ladies need to understand this. This is, this is why you cannot be consistent in living for God. And this is why you cannot be consistent in living a holy life. Hey, we need to realize and recognize this. When the only time we look or appear to be holy is when we're in church and we go home and we lose that standard. Take off your skirts and put on, what do they call them? Uh, leggings. Huh? Uh, uh, what, what, what's uh, two tops? Huh? Tight clothing? Do you women really want that kind of attention? No. Do you want a person... Amen. If you want that kind of attention, let me tell you something. Walk down the street here. Take all your clothes off and walk down the street. That's right. Amen. That's right. Pastor, you're going too far. No, I'm not. Because if we advertise it the way we advertise it, let me tell you something. What did I say this morning? Catastrophe. A covering for all the flesh. But yet you want to get unholy. And you young men, tight jeans, huh? those worldly haircuts, if you want to try to look at, look like one of those uh, rap stars or a football star or a basketball star, you want to look like one of those, you're not fooling anybody. Praise God. Amen. 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 I was hoping he wouldn't get to that. <laughs> Grouchy old man. This is what we have to do. Perfecting holiness. You know what that simply is? Perfecting holiness. I remember uh, this was years ago. We walked into the church in Pier and uh, went in there for our interview. And uh, we sat there with the board for the district, uh, UPC District of South Dakota, UPCI. And amen, one of the brethren questioned my wife and they said sister marshall what do you understand holiness to be and she said plain and simple he said yeah plain and simple she said separation from sin yeah. Amen. he said wow Amen. he said that's profound i said that's what it is yeah. right. holiness is separation from sin yeah. Amen. in other words you're going to be separate from you notice that this when paul is talking about this in 
in 2 Corinthians 7, 1. You notice that he's just not finishing where he says not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Come out from among them and I will receive you. In other words, be ye separate. So, so here's the thing. We never realize this, but... In, in the, and, and we think it, we, we never really think about this the seriousness of amen when we associate ourselves remember I said guilty by association uh -huh. I almost lost that thought it came right back around <laughs> Haggai chapter 2 real quick like Haggai chapter 2 Haggai chapter 2 Let me see Let me. I gotta find it first I gotta find it. Oh man I tell you what Help me to find it Lord After Zephaniah Zephaniah Haggai <clears throat> Praise God What kind of Bible do I have Oh I got the right title <laughs> I was almost thinking it wasn't there And it's there Praise God Haggai chapter 2. Look, here's an important question. If you don't think this is something that, you know, we, we just, we take a lot of things for granted. But look what he says there in verse number 13. Then said Haggai, if one that is unclean by a dead body touch any of these, any of these, shall it be unclean? And the priest answered and said, it shall be unclean. So we think that our connection or our fellowship with people that do not believe like we believe, we think that our relationship with them, amen, if you're not there other than, amen, to, to witness, to be a witness for God, you have no reason to be there. Are you listening? Why would you want to hang around? And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be downcast about anybody. But he said, he asked the priest the question, if, if one that is unclean by a dead body touch any of these, shall it be unclean? And the priest answered and said, it shall be unclean. So you think your connection yeah. is harmless. Guess what? Unless you went in there and witnessed to them, you have become unclean. Because he asked the question, if anybody had holy flesh in his garment and he touched this, he touched pottage or he touched anything, would, it, would they become clean? He said, no, they won't become clean. See, that's just the power of sin. Sin can just, sin will defile you without you really reaching it. If you have your guard down, guess what? You wonder why you think like them? Amen. Amen. Why is it so hard for us to have simple faith in God? Amen. Amen. My, my, my. Hallelujah. Be ye clean. Man. Everything that the Lord's doing for you and I. All the mountains he's ever moved for us. Huh? Yeah. Taking care of our needs. Making a way. Creating a miracle. Miracles of amen. Healing. 
Amen. Miracles of deliverance, even financial miracles. Yes. Opening up doors for you. Yes. Doing all this. Yes. Doing all this. Proving himself to you. Yes. Giving you an incentive yes. to live for him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. My, 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 my. Thank you, Lord. I'm doing this, all this. My intention is so that you can separate yourself. You can become clean. You can perfect holiness. Yes. Amen. You can stay away Amen. from sin. Amen. Coming to a close. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, Isaiah 118, he says, Come now and let us reason together. Saith the Lord, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Amen. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Bottom line. <laughs> That's a famous cliche. Bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, church. If you haven't figured out figured it out by now, you should. All these suggestions. <coughs> huh? All the admonitions. All the exhortations. Man, I love the testimony today. People stood up and gave God glory. Amen. They talked about what God did for them. I want that to be my testimony. Right. Amen. 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 I want the goodness of God to lead me to repentance. I want to stay away. From things I know do not please God. Amen. If you know they don't please God, have nothing to do with them. And guess what? You cannot become too holy. It's a process. Yes. yes. That's right. Every time we go back to White River, as soon as we go north on 18, hit 44, going out to the homestead, my parents used to give us a hard time. <laughs> used to give us a hard time. My mom used to say, where were you at? Because the only time we'd go back home is when we went back to get ready for work. We spent all our weekend hours at the local tavern, which was called Tally Hole. Yeah. Right there in the corner that's called Dollar Days now or something. I can't remember what it's called. Roundup. Roundup. Round uh, Brother Kevin's motorcycle used to sit on that sign out there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and 
every time we get back, we get ready for work. We used to get back just to get cleaned up and change our clothes, go to work. So my mom used to say this. Where were you at? She knew where we were at. She said, you were at your second home. Mad. Huh? So every time we pull into White River, I see that place, and I just kind of just like, whoo. I remember I almost got shot in that place. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all the bad times, yeah. but it's not such where I go, oh. I think, woo! Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I can drive by it and just praise God. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yeah. 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 It's not a problem anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I can do that little Holy Ghost jig. Amen. 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 Because I know what God has done for me. Praise God. It's not an issue because my mind's made up. My mind's made up. The Bible says, and I'm closing, Hebrews 9.14, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to right. serve Thank the you. living God. Yes. Sister Charlene was here back in the summer when Delmer came. We were having fellowship at the house. And she said, Brother Hale, what age were you when you started preaching? I said, I was in my early 20s, mid-20s, I think, when I was ordained. She said, wow. She said, and, you, and the famous expression, you hit the ground running. I said, yeah. She said, I remember those days. She said, how come the young men in your church don't do the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. Praise God. But I'm so thankful I did. I did what I did. And I will continue to do it. Till the day I die. I will not. I will not hold back. Praise God. Because I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done for me. Amen. I'm so thankful. And I remember when I first heard about the Lord calling me into the ministry, I, my first thought was, no, he's obviously he has made a mistake. God never makes any mistakes. <laughs> and I never thought, I never thought I had it in me to do what God called me to do, but I didn't realize that it was going to take his work in me, his testimony in me, 
for me to be able to answer that call that he gave to me. Yes. So I'm thankful for that. Amen. I'm thankful for that. Because it has taken me a lot of places across this country and up into Canada. Yeah. I've been able to preach the gospel. Praise God. So saints, I believe this. The Lord is obviously bringing this understanding to you today that he's offering you something that is of grave, great importance. He's given you an incentive. There's a reason why we're here. We're not doing this for nothing. We're not doing it in vain. Obviously, if we pursue God, we're going to find out God is going to bless us more abundantly. And as the Apostle John said, I would that you would prosper even as your soul prospers. So when we prosper in the things of God, guess what? God is going to bless you. And that's what he's called us to. Amen. Thank you very much. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. Whatever the Lord is doing in this place and whatever he's doing in your life. Brother Gerritsen used to say this. Live for God like there's no tomorrow. What would you do if you knew you didn't have tomorrow? And that's the mentality that we're supposed to have. Live for God like there's no tomorrow. Amen. That's why we should be so full of zeal. Joyful. Huh? I count it all joy, Paul says. <laughs> Woo, there's nothing like this. This 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 makes me happy. This makes me I'm satisfied, I'm content. With God. Yes. Not with myself, with God. For what He's done in my life. Praise God. I just want to do what I can to serve Him. To please Him. To love Him. And I hope you feel the same way. I hope you feel the same way. I hope you're motivated. Hope that God is motivating you. Putting that spark in you. Because that's what he wants to do. That's his intention. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amayasa Maria. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're so blessed. We're so blessed. Especially in these times. The times that we're living in. We're going to see some things happen. But just remember... Jesus is still Lord. Amen. Amen.
Praise God. Be still, Lord. So now you have the opportunity to come just to take advantage and just to come. Whatever it is that you have on your heart, whatever concern, whatever burden, just to come up here and just talk to Him. You know, it's better just to pray through the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Just to do it because you want to. Just to do it because you want the Holy Ghost. Without any kind of prodding. Without any kind of coaching. Just come up here and just, hey, get business done with God. Just clear everything out. Yes. Put everything under the blood and say, okay, Lord, here I am. And you're going to find out, ooh, just like that, boom. He's going to pour out his spirit upon you. You're going to be renewed. You're inner person is going to be renewed. The inner man, the inner woman. Jesus. That's God's will. That's his intent. So come up here like you mean business. Come up here like you want to touch God. And you want him to touch you. And you're going to find out he's going to honor. He's going to honor. So the altar's open. Please come on up.
saith the Lord. Yea, I am working, saith the Lord. Thou hast not seen, nor thou hast understood, saith the Lord. But yea, my spirit, my spirit is working, saith the Lord. And thou knowest, saith the Lord, that it is I who has brought this burden unto thee, saith the Lord. Yea, and as Zion Travaileth, as Zion travaileth and brought forth children, saith the Lord, yea, thou shalt travail, saith the Lord, till thou bring forth, and thou shalt see the work of my hand, saith the Lord, yea, and thou shalt be rewarded, saith the Lord, for thou shalt see my work in thy midst, saith the Lord, thou shalt rejoice, saith the Lord, when thou shalt see the birth that is bringing forth unto thee, saith the Lord. Yea, it is I, saith the Lord. Yea, it is I that doeth this work, and thou shalt see it, saith the Lord, and thou shalt be rewarded, saith the Lord. Hear ye my word, my Ishaka, Jesus. Amayasa, Jesus. My Ishaka, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. 